0: So, good morning everyone. I hope you you rested well or managed to sleep at least a little bit on the first night. Um, So, in these morning sessions we'll typically offer some instructions for the day, some themes of of practice for the day. and uh, today i'd like to say a little something about using the body as an object of meditation uh, as a foundation for the practice so in in the buddhist tradition of meditation uh the body is referred to as what's what's sometimes called the first foundation of mindfulness the first kind of one of the primary objects of meditation practice um and we could say that the body becomes a kind of a foundational anchor for the awareness something that we can we can keep returning to we can keep cultivating an awareness of how the body is feeling so this means paying attention to the very simple uh experience of the body, the sensations of the body as they're arising moment to moment and just coming back to that, listening, feeling, really viscerally feeling, how is the body uh, in this moment. And as we continue to do this, the the attention can begin to rest more in the body. It can begin to ground more in the body uh, and, and, and stay there. And, and this begins to bring some uh, meditative stability and stillness to the b- mind gradually over time as we, as we continue to engage with this practice. And uh, one of the things that we notice as we do this kind of practice is, is the mind's habit as we've sort of been paying attention to the body for a little while uh, we notice that the mind begins to wander somewhere else and think about something else, uh, and sometimes this can happen very quickly, uh, and we might we might not initially even notice it. We're somewhere away, thinking about some other time and some other place, uh, and just wanting to say that this is a completely normal part of the meditation process and of the practice. So this is a tendency of the mind that's very very natural. Uh, it's, it's not a problem. And at the same time it's something that we're working with, that when we, when we do notice, we notice oh I was thinking about last week or last month or what I'm going to do after the retreat or when I'm going to do my next retreat or whatever, uh, we, can, we can kind of notice like oh this is happening and then again come back to the simplicity of the body, feel the weight of the body against the earth, against the ground uh, and that, that is a big part of the practice, this coming back, coming back to that, that simplicity. Uh, Sometimes in this tradition, uh, in the early suttas in the texts, the mind is likened to a monkey that sort of swings from one branch to another. So I think this is a useful metaphor in recognizing some of this, the mind's tendency to to want to go elsewhere. And and, and this is kind of a basic training of, of, okay, we can work with this, we can notice this is what the mind is doing, but we can cultivate this coming back. And also I'd like to say the thoughts, the thinking, that's, that's not actually a problem in meditation. Sometimes people might have this image of meditation as, oh, we have to get rid of the thoughts or we have to get rid of something else, get rid of the emotions. But that's not, that's not actually the point. This is more of an awareness practice. So we're just noticing what's happening and the body uh, awareness of the body creates this anchor from which it becomes easier for us to see, oh, this is, this is what's happening in my, in my mind, this is what's happening in my experience uh, at this moment. And one of the advantages of the body, we could say, is that there's a, there's a natural slowness to the body compared to the, compared to the mind. The body is kind of there. There's a stability to it, so we can keep returning to it. There's a kind of an earthiness and a groundedness that we can just rest with. The mind tends to be quite quick in its movements, but the body has this this stability, and we can use that uh, to our advantage. And. Uh, you know, this is a practice that we're engaging in, we can we can do things, we can aid the mind in this, this settling process. But at the same time, I'd also like to say on a retreat like this, we're still arriving here. You know, it's very early days, um, and the first morning and, and there's something about meditation and coming on a retreat like this, that it's an organic process at the same time, that we have this technique, these techniques that, that are very powerful and very helpful. Uh, and at the same time, the mind has its own natural rhythms of, of, of settling and finding, finding a comfortable way of being here. Uh, so wanting to say that as well, we can't like we can, we can give ourselves to these techniques and then at the same time, there's elements of, of a natural landing, and natural arriving and, and a settling. So uh, just to be aware of that, really. And also, at the same time, often the the descriptions of a meditation practice can be very simple. So, you know, this practice is very simple in that we're just coming back to the body and feeling the weight and feeling the simple sensations and the simplicity of the life of the body. Uh, And there's a kind of a beauty to it and it's like, oh, I can do that. And then as we begin to practice, we notice that it's it's actually can be considerably more challenging than what what it sounds. Um And I'd just like to name a few helpful qualities in in the process of this practice, and actually throughout the retreat, uh, qualities of mind and heart that can help with this, help us help us with these practices. Um, so firstly, uh, an an attitude of kindness, of of bringing some kindness to the practice. it's easy. I think for us to come to a practice like this or, or to meditation with some uh, motivation of wanting to do, wanting to accomplish, and there can be a kind of a hardness or a tightness with that. And especially it's it can be a challenging practice working with the heart and the mind. So an attitude of kindness, of so- softness and compassion can be really uh, a, a huge support. We, we, we'd really like to encourage in that, just noticing, oh, what's my... What's my relationship to this practice? What's my attitude as I'm as I'm engaging with this? Uh, and seeing like, oh, can I can I bring in some some kindness or some softness uh, with this with this practice? Um, another one is is patience. Uh, a lot of these practices require quite a lot of patience. We we uh, I recognise this for myself. We live in quite a fast-paced society and world. And and I think, as I was saying the mind has its own natural rhythm, so it's kind of, there can be a frustration with this sense of, oh, the mind's wandering again and I've been sitting here already for half an hour or 40 minutes or whatever, and just, just noticing like, oh, this is actually a slower process than, than perhaps what, we're, what we would like, uh, and, and just to remind oneself like, oh, can I bring in some patience, it's day one or day two or whatever, so, so again, hugely, hugely powerful um and finally uh, a sense of curiosity can be really another another very powerful tool or attitude so there's something about this aliveness of interest that we can we can sort of kindle in ourselves look towards our experience and again that can be challenging it's like the body the sensations of the body at first they can feel like oh this is really fascinating to come to them uh, and then after a couple of meditations, it's like, yeah, they are still the, <laughs> the same sensations on the feet uh, or the body resting against the, the earth. Um, but if it's possible to bring in a kind of a curiosity and aliveness of attention, uh, that, can, that can really do a lot, uh, can really help, help support again this, this, uh, this deepening. And perhaps just to say one more thing that we might notice on a retreat like this or with these practices is the the mind's tendency to to very easily gravitate towards the difficult or towards the challenging. This is a very natural bias of the mind. uh, Again, and this is something that we're all quite often, often working with. Uh, So whether that's uh, discomfort in the body or worrying about something very very sort of natural tendencies of the mind um, and working with the body we can become aware of this um, I'm, I'm aware of the, the sound again here but it, I guess everyone's hearing me Yeah. yeah okay. um, So working with the body, the, in, in, in Buddhist psychology, in, in, in Buddhist meditative psychology, the body and the mind aren't seen as two separate things. They're not, they're not like there isn't quite the same duality as we have in the Western tradition. Uh, so we can notice in our experience how the body and the mind are kind of, they're part of the same continuum of experience. And we can notice that the body often carries tension in it. Uh, so we can become aware of this and, and we can use this to our advantage when we're practicing with the body. So one very simple way of um, of practicing with the body is just to become aware of different tensions. We were doing it a little bit yesterday already, becoming aware of different different tensions, different holdings in the body, and just allowing them to relax. And, and typically on a retreat like this, we'll notice there's habits of tensing. So the tensions will come back, and then the practice is to notice that, come back, see if it's possible to allow those tensions to relax again and again. Uh, a very, very kind of powerful, powerful way of practicing, and that allows the mind to then begin to settle. It's more comfortable for the mind to begin to settle in this awareness of the body as as we as we practice with this technique of relaxation, finding a finding a more comfortable abiding, we could say. Uh, in in the body. So that really is the is the theme that we'd like to introduce for today. Um, are there are there any questions at this point about about any of this? Not yet. Okay. Um, so. I'd suggest we we, uh, continue exploring this in our our experience uh, with a a guided meditation uh, next. So if you'd just like to find a, a comfortable meditation posture. So again, letting yourself arrive in a comfortable posture that feels relaxed and upright. perhaps taking a few slightly deeper in-breaths, allowing the body to relax a little more with each exhalation. Then feeling the weight of the body, again, against the mat, the seat, the cushion. Letting the awareness go to those simple physical sensations of the body. Turning towards them with some curiosity. How does the weight of the body feel? Letting the awareness dwell for a moment with these changing sensations. Also noticing the slowness and the groundedness of the body of tuning into this weight. the awareness come up from the legs from this contact to the area of the pelvis. Again feeling this centre of the body, the weight against the seat. Here, really tuning into the groundedness, perhaps even a sense of power in the body. How does the simple life of the body feel in this moment? awareness to open up to the area of the belly, the abdomen Again opening up to all of the sensations in this area of the body. Wanting to feel, wanting to tune into. Perhaps they're comfortable or uncomfortable. It doesn't, doesn't matter so much. Just taking an open interest. Again, noticing if there are any tensions, any unnecessary holdings, the abdominal muscles. How does it feel to allow that Holding to soften. How is it for the body to relax a little bit more fully here in this moment? Again, if you do notice a relaxation, noticing also its effect perhaps throughout the body and the mind. Again, letting the awareness travel further up the body, up the back, up the spine. And Noticing how the spine is feeling. How the posture is feeling. And you can let the spine breathe a little, move a little. Seeing if there is again some holding or some tension. Some habitual tightness that we're carrying with us. hands again feeling the weight of the relaxed arms hands as they're resting on the lap or on the legs. Sensing that weight. the groundedness and the slowness. to tune into that. And perhaps you notice the mind is racing, excited about something. This is fine, the mind can do its thing at the same time we can see is it possible to be here with these sensations with this moment Again, letting the awareness travel further up, up the neck, into the head, the face. Once more, noticing if there are any tightnesses, any holdings that can be really let go of. How would it feel to let the jaw relax and soften? Let the tongue relax in the mouth and the mouth. Just encouraging them to soften, let go of any holding. To with the eyes, the eyelids, an invitation to those small muscles around the eyes. Again, to Let go. And again, sometimes it feels more possible to allow these tensions to relax other times the body wants to hold on. You may notice it's not possible to force relaxation into happening, but we can invite or encourage and explore. like allowing the awareness to open up to the whole of the body, a full awareness of the whole body as it sits here. Is it possible to be receptive to this whole field of sensations? And again, perhaps the mind is busy thinking about this or that. You can use this base of the body to notice our thinking is happening in the mind. Again, our attention doesn't have to go fully into the thinking. I'd, I'd be curious to hear how that, how that felt, um, if, if anyone would like to say, or if there's any questions or comments. Was it, did, you, did you kind of get a sense of this practice for, for today? Uh, so there's, there's a lot of different ways of doing uh, body awareness mindfulness practices so this is just one approach um, but in case you forget later today one one useful format for me is to first perhaps go through different parts of the body to give a little bit of attention to you know we started with the legs and moving up through the body and then from that opening up to this more global awareness the fullness of the body uh, but, you know, yesterday we started with the head and sort of scanned down and went down the body. So that's another another approach. It's not it's not like we're wanting to be too prescriptive. Uh, and I, I personally sort of favor quite an explorative way of practice. So whatever you can sort of explore, what would work for you, what would support you in engaging with this this direct awareness uh, of, of the body. Um, Do you have anything you'd like to add at this point? Um, So, throughout the day, we'll be practicing uh, sitting and walking meditation. Um, So, walking meditation is another very powerful meditative form. So, often we have this sort of idea of meditation. uh, It's very easy for people to equate meditation practice with with the sitting posture. perhaps because it's, it's quite an iconic uh, image in the Buddhist tradition. Whenever we see Buddha images, they're mostly within a sitting posture and mostly within cross-legged posture. Uh, but there's, there's actually nothing nothing that special about that posture. We can, we can engage in these practices in in all of the postures, all of the four postures, uh, sitting, standing, lying down and, and walking. Uh, and we will be doing that through this retreat. Um, and walking meditation, we're, we're next transitioning into walking meditation, so it's a more, slightly more dynamic form of, of, of practice. Um, and all of the practices that we're doing, doing and all of the exploration that we're doing in sitting practice, we can also do whilst walking. Uh, so walking meditation is, is a little bit different from then just going for a walk. Uh, it's actually, y- we, we can set it up as a, as a formal meditative practice. Uh, and again, various ways of doing this, but one, one possible way is that you choose a walking path uh, of, of, say, 5 or 10 meters uh, somewhere, somewhere out here in the beautiful nature. And you start by standing for a while and establishing this awareness of the body, feeling the feet on the ground, perhaps scanning up from the feet, becoming aware of the body. And then when you feel ready, you can start slowly walking this path of of five meters. And just throughout that walking, tracing, sensing, listening, feeling into the body, feeling into these sensations, uh, cultivating this groundedness of awareness that we've been talking about, really letting the awareness dwell with these simple, simple sensations of the body. And then when you get to the other end of the walking path, uh, you can stop for a while how is it to stand there, then turn around and walk back? Uh, and it's a process of walking, walking uh, backwards and forwards uh, on, on this path. Uh, and that that can be quite a, quite a, a powerful way of, of cultivating continuity of practice. So that you know, as we as we engage in these practices, uh, there's a continuity that begins to build up a sensitivity, and, and we can sort of stay with the practice throughout the day, throughout the sitting, throughout the walking and throughout any other chores or activities that we're doing uh, become more and more aware and, and kind of grounded in the body. Um, so next we're, we're having a 45-minute walking meditation practice and then we'll be, we'll be coming back here for another, another sit. Uh, and typically the other sits throughout the day we're not going to be giving so many instructions. Maybe a little bit of guidance today and, and in the next few days, but they'll be more in silence, so they'll be, they'll be self-guided. Uh, so you can, you can sort of remind yourself of these instructions uh, in, in those things. Okay. But enjoy, enjoy your walking period.